0: Oh, now my recording has started. Now we're cooking with fire. Yeah! Now I believe it is me starting this week, or this episode. Uh, funny story, um, it will be a week late by listener's interpretation, but it's actually not a week late because I posted the last episode a week early.
1: <laughs> so got a time freak on him. you're not
0: gonna get me internet uh, <laughs> uh so before we before i get to intros and everything i'm just going to uh, say forgive me father for i have sinned this list was a bloodbath <laughs> oh my yeah. god i know uh, I I had to shower in turpentine for three days and the blood is still on my hands. Um, uh, okay, so now I should actually, you know, pull my list up so I can actually read off of it. Alright. So, here we go. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Trivial Merit. This is a music discussion show where my co-host uh, and myself, I'm Matthew, my co-host is Caroline. Hi Caroline, how you doing? Hi Matthew, I'm good. Cool. We. Uh, so here's the goal, the stated goal of this show is to make eight song playlists of an artist or style to get us and possibly anybody listening from a negative mood to a positive mood. This is going to be a weird one because what we're doing is we're calling it oops, all covers. Um Uh and I think both of us are just going to be, uh, I think this is going to be confessional because we have done a lot of murder with these playlists, um, <laughs> based on based on the Discord conversation that Caroline and I have had. This uh, this is this is going to be tough, but we are going from defeated to elated in eight songs. And mm-hmm. the, the the only stipulation is had to be a cover, genre, style, artist, be damned. Just had to be a cover. Hmm. Um, so. What do we want? Do we have any sort of real discussion before we get into this? Like, because, like, I mean, I think it's pr- it it, sh- it should be relatively self explanatory what a cover is. Mm-hmm. But uh, you never know sometimes, and I, I don't re- I don't really think that's for you or i or even or even uh, a majority of our listeners that i could just i could just hear someone in the background pipe up going, um excuse me this is actually not a cover because whatever for whatever
1: reason <laughs> um um we don't have to i don't think we have to make up a guy to be mad at but um i do think covers are a cool thing because you know music until relatively recently was like, almost all covers, like, if you were ever hearing something, it was because somebody was playing it for you, and unless it was, like, literally Mozart, you know, like, (laughs) you were hearing someone's interpretation of that music, Mm -hmm. and that continued into a lot of the pop music of the 20th century, including country music for a long time, and, um, early rock and roll was definitely very, very cover heavy, Mm -hmm. and, um, so there's kind of like a cool, long, proud tradition of interpretation as another kind of valid form of musical expression.
0: Sure. I mean, speaking of like classical, like almost, I mean, almost all of that is interpreting someone else. Like, I know that there are still modern yeah. composers and doing things. And uh, what is it? Philip Glass, uh, the guy who did well-timed piano, who I cannot remember his name. But like, you know, there there is a classical th- you know uh cutting edge as it were <laughs> but like, for the most for the most part it is all new people interpreting songs hundreds of years old yeah and uh and then but then the, getting it it's interesting talking about like early you know rock and roll or like, early pop like just to you know have the I guess, the philosophical discussion or like the interpretational discussion is some is something that someone else writes but never sings a cover the first time it's released.
1: I was just thinking that while I was while I was talking about the tradition of um, covering songs is like, what about. Songwriters, or even like the large teams of songwriters that are responsible for a lot of pop music now.
0: Yeah, like Brill Building, Tim Pan Alley, all of that.
1: And those artists, um, what's the, uh, Diane Warren? She's the one who's like the prolific songwriter. Do
0: you know? Um, it's, I've heard that name, but I've only, I've only heard the name. I, I don't I couldn't tell you a Diane Warren song, to be honest with you.
1: That's okay. I think she, I would, I, I'm not sure that that's the name of the person I'm thinking of, but there's, um, a prominent songwriter lady, but it's the same as, um, what's the, uh, Jackson Brown, also a, an iconic songwriter. So here's what I wonder is if you're Jackson Brown or the lady who I'm not sure of her name, um, and you write a major hit song. And then you release your own version of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you done a cover? Yeah,
0: like well, like I think Carol King is is a is a nice uh, example of that because I'm pretty sure she wrote uh, Aretha Franklin's "Natural Woman." I'm pretty sure. Yes, I'm not positive. Yes, she did. But then she, I'm positive she did. But then she recorded it on Tapestry. Tapestry is a banger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about landmark albums of the 70s, we can talk about Tapestry all night. Uh, But Mm -hmm. yeah, like the... uh, uh, Who'd you say again? The guy who did Running on Empty? Jackson Brown, that's who it is. Jackson Brown. Um, Mm -hmm. And then uh, Neil Diamond did that as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. So yeah, the nature of the cover is interesting and murky and... I think it's I I I like that I like them even when they are silly and sometimes even bad.
1: I was also I don't think this uh, so full disclosure to the listeners. Matthew and I decided that we would talk more about the other covers we've thought about after we do the list, so that we're not spoiling each other's lists by accident, because oh, sure. we have no idea what the other one chose, and yes. it could be anything. Yeah, I
0: didn't want um, to. I didn't want to just start mentioning songs. I just used that. Carol yeah, just as like an example. Um,
1: no, that's that's okay. Um, but what I was thinking is, I can say this, and it's not really a spoiler, but I was shocked at how much of the overall weight of covers are Beatles covers oh yeah
0: it's it's (laughs) holy shit there's so many there's a lot and well and like and (laughs) and and like and it's funny you look at some of the like i think one of the greatest one of the and i'm pretty sure this is an objective fact that like stevie wonder is one of the greatest artists of all time in terms of pop music um his his beatles covers are very bad oh interesting like i've i and like i think they're now and at least that's i i didn't listen to any for this uh but like that's one of the things that like you think you know stevie wonder one of one of the best to ever do it you know he had he has a he has an album run that is just called the classic period because he released like five perfect albums in a row um mm-hmm. definition of that be damned. Um but I, one thing I've always just sort of heard, and I've never gone to do this, is that, like, I'm pretty sure his cover of Yesterday is regarded as, like, not great.
1: Um, I will say, not that one, but there is a Stevie Wonder Beatles cover on my song list. Okay, that's
0: fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh-huh. And, and, and that's just, that's just <laughs> like, I'm not going to... This is... This is, this is why it's Here here we go Matt just stepping in it Here we are I'm gonna <laughs> This is exactly what
2: we wanted to avoid so I'm gonna, You couldn't help so yourself I'm gonna
0: clean off my <laughs> shoes real quick And uh, Let's uh, uh, I'll just uh, You know I'm Before I get myself into any more trouble Let's just get into our list Let's just get right to it Yes um, so
1: Okay And I believe you're first I right? am
0: first uh, So uh, full disclosure, Caroline and I are not medical providers in any way. I'm a healthcare worker. Different thing. Uh, we are not therapists. We are not qualified to, you know, give uh, medical advice or anything like that. Uh, we do advocate that if you feel you need that, you should seek out someone qualified. Um, yeah. And then, this, so this is all covers going from defeated to elated. And... Looking at my list, I still want to change it. (laughs) I gotta stop this. (laughs) It's so hard. This, this, okay, I think this was the most difficult one. I, I think this, this has been the most difficult one for me. Uh, but so Defeated is kind of. So Defeated. I kind of combined things in my first three tracks for Defeated. Uh, but it starts with. Um, I believe uh, a song from Faith No More's debut album. It's a cover of a metal classic. It's a cover of War Pigs by Black Sabbath.
1: Ooh! day oh. of judgment God is
2: calling On the knees of pigs crawling And laughing spreads his
0: wings. Oh, with war pigs faith no more doesn't really take any real liberties with the sabbath like it's basically the same song essentially uh i think um mike Patton does a really good job vocally uh he's very different from ozzy osbourne of course but uh what I like, this was one of the. This is actually a survivor on my list. It was, it was, it was put on pretty early, and never got taken off. Um, this particular song, uh, and the, and will full disclosure: this is on here because it's War Pigs, not because it's Faith No More. <laughs> um, partly because the, wait, what's up?
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I just like interrupt cuz I was looking for something and then when I found it, I just like yelled. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Go right we'll go right ahead. <laughs> um well, so um friend of the show Don Everhart who we just talked about. Yes. He gave us a list?
0: Oh, yes. We have two lists. I I
1: yes, we have two lists. We might have three lists. Okay. Um but he had a different cover of War Pigs. Yes, I saw that I on saw his that. list. I saw that as the as the lead track. That's really interesting. Yeah. it's like
0: it's it's like it's like we're friends or something. No, um, <laughs> uh, but so so War Pigs, so this kind of goes into my journey into metal, which is kind of a, a genre that I don't know a whole lot about. But War Pigs was the first mm-hmm. song in metal wise that I had really gotten into and listened to and absorbed that kind of seemed to be interested in, I'll say the real world, uh, because for a long time, the metal that I had heard, either I hadn't really gotten into it lyrically or uh, I hadn't really liked it much beyond, you know, the sound. Um, And when I first heard War Pigs, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. They're talking about the world, and and the the state of like the the military-industrial complex, and how we are we are all kind of just unfortunate puppets in this machine, and uh, and it's kind of it's kind of a defeating thing, but also like the way that WarPigs is structured, it does make you still want to stand up and, and and fight. Uh, often, yeah. often when I think about this song I think about uh, a Frank Zappa song In the same thought uh, If you've ever heard the song What's the ugliest part of your body uh, I have not. Some say your nose, some say your toes. I think it's your mind. That's how the lyrics go. <laughs> and, Whoa. And, and, and yeah, it, it's it there Then he uh, Zappa goes into like all your children are poor and fa- unfortunate victims of systems beyond their control, like that. And War Pigs are kind of in concert. Um, yeah. Speaking of speaking of being in concert, uh, my. If War Pigs is about the uh, the defeating nature of the military industrial complex, on on some <laughs> level, the second track is um, it's originally a Link Ray song. Um, who's known for early rock and roll instrumentals? He had a he had a, he had a really nice twangy guitar. Uh, uh-huh. But the song Fallen Rain is off of. Uh, his album I think it's just self-titled But it's one of the It's the first album of his That I had heard Where he sang But it is covered by An indie An indie guy Named Carl Blau I think that's how you say his name It's from 2016 right. it's from 2016 It has a nice country Feel
2: And uh, I really like it It keeps going Through my brain, my brain And I can still Feel the sound of the whole world has gone insane. All there is left is the rain.
1: That's a really beautiful song. It has like a classic, like golden age orchestral country kind of feel. Yes that I really like.
0: It has that, it has that Glenn Campbell sweep
1: to it. It has. Yeah. Like when you remember that Patsy Cline is a country artist,
0: you know? Yeah. You're like, you you want the Legionnaires to be behind Blau, just doing their thing in whatever sort of, (laughs) whatever sort of, I, I, I mean, I, I don't mean this near as disrespectful as it sounds, but in whatever rhinestone outfits they may be in. (laughs) And meanwhile, he's singing about, uh, you know, all of the people that are kind of it's it's like the it's like the real world effects of the song War Pigs. And both of them work, yeah. work in concerts. It's very it's very sad but very beautiful. It's honestly I could walk around in the rain for hours listening to this song. Uh the Link Ray one is very beautiful as well. Number three is uh From an artist that was recently, uh, most recently, like if you're, if I'm familiar, uh, I'm uh, was a pretty big fan of the label. Italians do it better. Uh, They had several synth pop acts that I really liked, and they are notoriously weird about when albums are coming out. But apparently, there's a whole lot of problems in the in the back end i think with one of the main guys or at least this is how i remember it i'm not really going to go into it because i don't want to start saying things and be wrong but the artist is uh chromatics and they have done a lot of really beautiful very nice very darkly synth pop dance music that i've loved since i started hearing them um late 2008 early 2009 probably earlier than that but this is a cover of an absolute masterpiece by kate bush it's called running up that hill
1: like this. Yeah. Okay. So, something I really like about the vibes of that cover, I really love the Placebo cover of Running Up That Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you see listening to this Chromatics cover how different the vocal like tone yeah. can make the song cuz the Placebo guy has such a distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And in the chromatics one, it kind of like blends in with the music more. Yes. I actually almost
0: had the the placebo one here. Um, What really tipped me to the chromatics is I think it's sort of a gradual. Like if the first two songs are defeated, this is kind of like a person getting up. And I, I, I like it's uh interpretation against the Kate Bush one cuz the Kate Bush one almost has that JRPG we're going to we're going to we're going to fight and kill god type of energy. Yes! <laughs> Let alone make a deal with him or her or it. Uh but like this is just this it's quieter and I think it I think it lends better vibes to my list. But yeah, shout outs to the Placebo one. It's very very good
1: yeah it was in probably my like final 15 as well yeah uh this was very hard
0: (laughs) (laughs) next is a next is a total vibe change but one that makes so much sense for me uh it was one that reba said oh of course you would have something like this on your list um the post-punk band the slits Released a masterpiece in, I believe it was the late 70s. It's called Cut. And this is a cover of I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye.
2: This is wild yeah, it's really good <laughs> it's it's really good
1: yeah i would say to me this is a reggae song yeah
0: like i mean it, it, it's it's definitely it crosses lines between blue beat and and dub and rocksteady and all that uh, yeah
1: into that kind of clash I area mean, it, that on, i know that you it, enjoy i know
0: we we have mentioned uh the dance hall crashers on this show before Mm -hmm. they sound like the dance hall crashers without without horns um and i also like the i like the improv-y feel of this song uh and i also like that they kept in a lot of at least it seems like they kept in like a lot of errors like there's one chorus where the vocalist it sounds like she said i heard it through the bass line i'm like "Hmm, okay um i like that it's it's the slits are cool. If you've never heard them, check them out. Uh, next up, number five. This is where we start to get into... Uh, we, are, we are heading towards sunnier pastures. And how better to head towards sunny pastures than the immaculate voice of Nina Simone. Uh, in 1971, she released an album called Here Comes the Sun... And on it was a cover that was of a song that was released less than a year prior uh, by the five stair steps. It's called Ooh Child from Nina Simone. Ooh Child, things are gonna get
2: easier. Ooh Child, things, are gonna, get Ooh, child, things are gonna get brighter. Ooh child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh.
1: That's a very nice cover. I love that original song oh, too. Yeah,
0: like I when uh when Reba saw that I had this in my list, she's like, wait a minute, that's a cover? like yeah (laughs) she's like who did the original (laughs) five stair steps she's like how do you know that i go my mind's a death trap for bullshit she's like oh yeah
1: um i think that the i think that the original song might be in the movie crooklyn uh i believe it's in crooklyn it's also in boys in the hood all right yeah so between the two you know you've covered our (laughs) our genres (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um crooklyn's a great yeah, movie. That's all a- <laughs> crooklyn rules. Uh yeah. yeah. I I now the the I like I love I will go to my grave loving Nina Simone's voice. Uh she's if I had to pick my five favorite singers, she's easily in the top 3 and I I like that she seems almost to be warming up doing this song she, it's not she's not like belting out anything that she could normally do it almost seems like uh i'm just gonna i'm we're gonna we're gonna do some gentle uplifting stuff here and it does it always does a lot of work when i'm feeling a little less than good uh number six now this is where this is this is a mad ass matt pick it is uh it is 100% a reggae song it is 100% from reggae legends toots and the maytals it is 100% a john denver cover it is called country roads take me home Uh, I believe on the I believe on the track list for, for their album it's just called Country Road. It's off of Funky Kingston, which I think is one of the better selling reggae albums of the 70s. But what what sucks about reggae for me is a lot it was it was just not an album friendly it was never given album friendly treatment. It seems like all of most all of the artists were like singles acts or That doesn't mean that albums didn't come out. I think Funky Kingston is a really good one. So is In the Dark by Toots and the Maytals. But like, you're probably better off sticking with compilations if you go into their catalog. But uh, I love Country Road a whole bunch.
1: I will say. I am. I am not a reggae
0: lover. Right. And I'm not trying to convert you.
1: (laughs) No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, I know that you are one and I respect you. I will say this covers really good. The two styles blend a lot better than I thought. And I think I, for me, um, I don't want to paint with a broad brush. If you love reggae and you want to educate me, please feel free. Um, but, um, a lot of times the instrumentation and the songwriting can be so low key that i'm like like kind of like where's the song yeah you know um which is just like that's okay it's just not my favorite thing mm-hmm. but um in this case the uh john denver song really does give it a lot of structure yeah. and um they kind of hold up a lot of that original um instrumentation and then give their own spin on it and it's very cool mm-hmm.
0: And I, I what i've always liked about this particular band like i think re- when you if if you are in a crowd of music people and you start talking about reggae it's only an it's it's inevitable that within five minutes someone will be like it's just a and some and part of that is correct part of it's not like, i i also think that like it's I think that's a similar um, comment that is leveled at like ambient music because most of the time it's just if it's if it's an environmental sort of ambient it's just like what am I listening to I'm just listening to white noise but if you sort of dig in or 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 whatever uh, you can it can be rewarding and I like if people don't like, for example, Caroline, like, I'm not going, I'm not going to like, I would, if there were, if we were ever like face to face or like out for a coffee or whatever, just talking about music, there are things I would probably go to the mat for, for you to listen to. I'm I'm, I'm not going to have that battle with reggae because if it, 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 either you're there or you're not. And that's sometimes that's just how it's going to be.
1: Um. That's a, yeah. And it, I think we all like plenty of weird stuff oh, yeah. that. Not I'm not saying reggae is weird. I'm just saying um in terms of like things that might make us idiosyncratic among our friends sure. or yeah. and so forth. Well,
0: um continuing the reggae vibes, my ne- my next song is a ska cover. Okay. And uh er, er, early on in this show's run, uh i think it was our first episode we were talking about how k-pop acts min maxed their popularity to sort of take over the world and i believe you said it's the gamer music show thank you (laughs) on that first (laughs) well a video game song made it into my playlist caroline oh no okay no this is great this is a banger it is a banger. it's from skatu network Uh, And J and J E R. It's the Wee Shopping Channel music. I love this song so much, <laughs> so much. I and when I when I originally found this, I was so happy. I, I think I listened to it for like three days straight, just this song. <laughs> Scott Two Network and Jer are wonderful. Scott, <laughs> they put out wonderful Scott all day, every day, and, and this is. They have a bunch of great covers in their in their catalog, uh, but this I just love.
1: I okay. I, I this is a silly song, which I don't mean in a derogatory way. Um, listening to it did make me feel elated, so it did what it said on the tin. Well, and then to close
0: uh, is it was the first time. Uh, this is I have so many things i want to say about this song but all of them are flooding to my face at once and there's a bottleneck so i don't really know what's gonna come out here uh so i'm just gonna say Mm -hmm. we've i've mentioned this i've mentioned this artist before it's a cover of a stevie wonder song um okay is off of his album inner vision it is the red hot chili peppers cover of higher ground
2: Stevie knows that uh nobody's gonna bring me down Cause me and Stevie seem gonna be sailing on the fucking fucking sound. Busting out and I'm breaking loud uh, sailing on Just uh sailing on, on, Yeah, on.
1: That's not clapped
0: I remember the first time I heard this, and immediately it made my day better. Uh, this song was pro- this song was not like an early entry into my playlist. I think it was like probably the mid portion, the 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 mid series of cuts. Like I had probably I had probably killed. 20 or 30 babies at this point but uh but higher ground Mm -hmm. came in and stood the (laughs) test and I love it so much that that's a go ahead just a great song it's a really good interpretation of that song I think uh and I do like Mm -hmm. I do particularly like Anthony Kiedis interjecting at the end I, I like the way that he does that um yeah but uh but yeah that's that's my list uh defeated to elated
1: I think your list is really good. I think, as usual, the the tonal variations are wild, but that's I think your trademark. <laughs> that's what Reba
0: said. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: if Reba and I both say it, that means it's definitely it has true. To be. It ha- I
0: mean, I, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think you as intelligent individuals can both be wrong about this. <laughs> like, it has to be correct. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like... If if we were recording l- probably two hours later and I had a chance to look up my list
2: again, I probably <laughs> would have changed it. So
0: this is going to be it in perpetuity.
1: Yes. I even... I felt that way when... I was just looking up one of the songs on your list and it was listed as part of a playlist of covers. And I was like, oh, I wonder, wonder what's on there. And then I was like, this is a sickness. Yeah, it's, yeah, I need yeah, to stop. Yeah.
0: No, run. <laughs> run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Evacuate quick. Are we yes, ready? Let's, let's do this.
1: So. The first song on my list is a cover of i can't make you love me which i think of as a bonnie Raitt song i don't know if it's does she write it i don't know
0: yeah i don't know either
1: but it is by joy oladukan and it is i i think this is one of the most defeated songs in the pop canon it's just like brutally sad and I also considered, there's a cover of it on the soundtrack of the movie Duets. Do you know about the movie Duets, yes. Matthew? And um, I'm trying to remember who sings it because I think it might be Paul Giamatti. Um, but maybe not. Let me see. Okay, it's Maria Bello who sings okay. it on that soundtrack and she does a beautiful job that's a really strange movie but the music is very interesting Um, I don't know anything about Joy Oladokun. This is just a very beautiful version of this song. Yeah, this is,
0: uh, wow. Like her voice
1: is amazing. It's, a,
0: it's amazing. And it's, it almost seems like, like, I don't think she's delivering this in nearly as warm a tone
1: as the music is around her um yeah she has almost like a almost like a shardy yeah and she's going like
0: it seems like she's competing with the sounds around her to be like no this is not a happy thing and somehow that conflict creates like a synergy that's beautiful uh yeah yeah this 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 song this song made hair on the back of my neck stand up so
1: nice (laughs) very nice call Thank you. Okay. Second on my list is a cover of Forever Young. Not the... um, Is it Rod Stewart who does Forever Young? I think think he did a
0: popular version
1: of it. Well, he has a different entire song called Forever Young. This is a version of an 80s song. It's the one that is... It's sampled in... A jay-z song i think young. i wanna be yeah yeah, yeah. Young. that one um and this one is by brandy carlisle and it was recorded live with the seattle symphony orchestra Ooh.
2: let us die young and let us live forever we don't have a power but we never say never sitting in a sandpit life is a short trip the music's for a sad man races once and our golden faces into the sun we praising our leaders and getting in tune the music's made by a
1: bad man um i don't know that much about brandy carlisle i know she's a popular pop chanteuse i think we mm-hmm. would say and i think um forever young isn't inherently a sad song but her instrumentation and with the orchestra and her voice makes it really like heart-wrenching it's very beautiful i like how she
0: like very much how and this is me trying to attempt music terminology but but very Uh much how like a guitarist will slide their fingers up the neck of the guitar to like change keys or notes or, or or whatever but like in a smooth in yeah. a smooth fashion she moves from speaking to singing like she's just on a slip and slide like it there's no there's no there's no um intervals it's just one sliding scale and it's really yes. impressive. Yeah, she has a beautiful voice. Um, and in this particular version, I do like that she says, "Before we run out of time, I want to go through one of my favorite songs." <laughs> the it's like, yeah, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you, yeah. Miss Carlisle. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is yes. a cool version. This it's is so one of those pretty. songs that I always. It's. I guess. I guess much like uh, our last episode, "Heart." Like, I guess I just didn't know that. Like, was from the '80s. It feel it, it's one of the like because i didn't hear it till the 2000s um
1: yeah and i heard i was trying to think where i would have first heard it maybe i think it is in napoleon dynamite yes
0: yes yes that's a that 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 movie <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. i've like, I remember I saw that opening weekend at an art house theater in Philly, and I thought it was the best thing ever. Until I went with some friends to see it again, And then I was like, "Yo, this movie sucks." I'm sorry I dragged y'all here. And then, oh, and then no. like over time, I've like, I mean, I'm still probably nowhere above lukewarm. But that movie's stylings are so weird like the music is all 80s the, yeah the visual everyone looks like they're dressing for the 70s yet the the color palette and the lighting schemes are all like 2000 early 2000s indie film like they're not far away from wes anderson or 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 films of that or like noah baumbach or or anything like that
1: yeah and, definitely
0: uh, so yeah like that that movie i i I got thoughts about it. I'm not going to do that here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be to be covered eventually on free reeling yeah. it, maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe yeah. because maybe. Right. like cause then I because this- I know how insufferable I can be when I'm talking like that, and I don't know if I want to put Jesse through that. <laughs>
1: it's true. Yes. Okay. Suggestions here are not contractually yes. binding. Um. Okay. Next on my list is by a band with a guest. It is Shovels and Rope with Indianola. And it's a cover of The Air That I Breathe. By the Hollies? Um, it's, I don't, it's the song that's like, all I need is the air that I breathe. Yeah, that's the Hollies. To love. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've heard the Hollies version. I've heard I think a 70s version.
0: This voice is gorgeous.
1: Yeah, this is and like halfway through the song, it brings in um I don't know what to call just like very dramatic minimalist drums mm. that are really good, and the song continues to sweep louder and louder in a way that I really like.
0: Backing vocals are the amazing.
1: sound accumulates. Yeah. It's like really very pretty. Um, this group shovels and rope has like five albums that are all covers. This is like their main kind of thing, okay. I think. And, um, this is the one that I liked best, but they have tons of really good stuff that was really fun to listen to and difficult to, cause I was like, I can't have two by the same artist in my list. It's only eight songs. Um, But
0: they made it difficult. This is... This is... So, I know in, like, the late 2000s, into the 2010s, that was sort of the emergence of the insufferable banjo in pop music. Like, with Mm -hmm. Wooden Sons and Lumineers and, and... and i think i think i think it brought a very bad name on that instrument i do like that instrument i grew up listening to a lot of people play it because my grandfather and several uncles just knew how um but this is one of those where i feel like it's used properly <laughs> like because the, the banjo here it's like it's it's very much a walking instrument it is just a it's it's rhythmically Taking steps with the listener through this song. Um, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about this band. I'm glad you're introducing me to them because I will be checking them out. Uh. Mm-hmm. Th- uh, this person's voice on this song. I believe it was. I think it was Graham Nash who was the singer of the Hollies.
1: I think. Okay, so I did. I did uh-huh. look this up. So. The Air That I Breathe was recorded in 1972 okay. and covered by the Hollies in 1974. Oh, okay. Okay, so I've so, heard the, I've only heard the Hollies version. So, all right, all
0: right, cool. I think
1: I've only heard the other one, and it's from the album It Never Rains in Southern California. And that song is used in Veronica Mars. So I think
0: Oh by Albert Hammond. I think Hammond. I've only heard I've heard that name. I've never
1: Yes, I've only heard only heard the Albert Hammond version. And I don't think I had ever heard that guy's name until just now when I looked this up. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know this was the same guy who also did it never rains in Southern yeah. California. So we're learning. We're learning things in in real time You're
0: officially that guy that's heard one Albert Hammond song, so everything sounds like Albert Hammond. Is that how that works?
1: (laughs) 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 What a good song, though. Yes. Okay. Yeah, a pretty song, and I am excited to listen to the Hollies version now, too. Okay. Number four on my list. I am very excited that I get to push my... Jimmy Buffett agenda (laughs) on the show for the first time. And the song is called Ballad of Spider-John. And it is a cover of the original song. It's by Willis Allen Ramsey, who is just like a, an eccentric Southern songwriter who's now in his early 70s, and I think that he is a guy who got more famous when people started to cover his songs. Like, he was like a songwriter's songwriter, you know? And um, his original version of this song is very beautiful. Um, The Jimmy Buffett version is one of my favorite songs, period. It's a beautiful... Outlaw ballad. And Spider John is a thief, and he's lost the love of his life because she found out his true nature.
2: So,
0: so hey, listening to ready. this, listening to this, I this is the Buffett that I never hear talked about.
1: It's the only Buffett I talked well, I mean, about. The, well, I mean, so well, yeah. I keep it. I, people don't want to yeah, talk and, about Seeing
0: like when, when like. In in Philly working in healthcare, and when you say you're into music and everyone comes at you with like their favorite thing, and I'm like and there was a doctor, Dr. Smith, miss working with her, she was mm-hmm. wonderful. Um she's like, Oh, do you like Jimmy Buffett? I'm like, I'll be honest with you, I've not I've not <laughs> heard a lot of Jimmy Buffett that I care to hear again. And she was like, oh, mm-hmm. I love him so much. Here, let's play this. And she just like she played a, a a playlist that just sounded like all everything sounded like Margarita or Cheeseburger in Paradise over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. And and I think mm-hmm. that there's there's a there's a, like there's there's a way to argue Jimmy Buffett's catalog. But you kind of have to say, OK, you've heard all this. I get that you might know that. Let's just take that away. And then see what else is there. Now if like, be honest with you, Caroline, if you would have told me listen to Ballad of Spider John, all of a sudden it's like that episode of the league where Rafi hands someone else a switchblade and he pulls his out and he's like, see, now we can have a conversation. Um, like <laughs> like now we now I now I have something to chew on. Now I have something I've never heard before. Now I have some things I can learn per se. Um and now seeing this kind of makes me want to listen to buffett because this is really cool
1: it is really cool thank you i'm glad you like it i will send you my primer on jimmy buffett from several years ago for your consideration i think this song is on there because it is truly my favorite um yes
0: okay sidetrack before you move on i'd like to hear uh when if you get a chance Listen, have you are you familiar with Nick Cave? I do know who okay, he is. Uh, listen to his album Murder Ballads. I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Ooh. Because it's kind of like it's all cover. I believe it's all covers, very much of this sort of ilk. But it's yeah. But it's I his like, sensibility. Um, it's not like as smooth and. And and, and this, this Buffett album cover, Living and Dying in Three Quarter Time, like if there's not some yacht rock
1: on that, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Because, there's really oh. there's not though. This this predates oh, really? This predates what we think of as yeah, this is probably from like nineteen seventy one. It's very early in Jimmy Buffett's okay. career. Um Living and Dying in Three Quarter Time is one of the songs on the album and it is in three-quarter time, of course. And it's more like a, in this period of his career, it's more like country Ooh. music.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and I, okay, Jimmy Buffett has, I'm sorry, this is Let's a do whole it. thing Let's now. Do it. But Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy Buffett has a proud history of doing oh. covers. And he, he covers Southern Cross by Crosby, Sills, and Nash. His cover is very good. He covers Uncle John's Band by The Grateful Dead. He covers It's My Job by Mac McAnally. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what that guy's name is, but um, you might have heard that song. It's like, it's my job to be cleaning up this yeah. mess and that's enough reason to go. Yep. Um, That's a nice song that I like. So when I was thinking about what to put on this list. It was not just a matter of wedging in my pro Jamie Buffett agenda. It was really like, I had some, some good ones that I do truly love that I was choosing between and Ballad of Spider-John is definitely like a down in the dumps, defeated guy song. And also it's about riding a train, which I appreciate. <laughs> Trains, are cool. Trains are cool. Okay so next on my list is a song that is uh it it has it's like a pop song but it has like a downbeat vibe it is no doubts cover of it's my life
0: ah I don't even have to listen
2: to it I know this one there was some day-
1: Yeah, this is a- and um, I want to say, I I can't remember the name of the guy who does the original song. I love the original song. It's in my like daily playlist that I always listen to, but it, I had to be reminded of this cover by my dear friend Sally, and I'm so glad she mentioned it because this is a great, interesting it's, cover.
0: I mean, it's pr- like it's uh, the band is Talk Talk uh they are, they
1: are, yeah yeah cuz the guy the guy yeah, passed Mark away and ha- like in away the last four Yeah. Years ago, but yeah he
0: had a beautiful voice um and yeah. talk talk is one of the most underrated bands in probably the last 50 years uh they went from doing completely one thing to kind of almost taking over the pop charts and crossing over from England to here and then Taking a big stylistic left turn and almost helping bring forth post rock as a style. Um, yeah, Talk Talk is a really cool band, uh, and and I do. I'm this is one of the few After Return of Saturn, no doubt, songs that I actually really listen to on repeat. Um, I think I think.
1: Yeah, I would say I don't I don't I don't dislike No Doubt, but I don't especially like I don't see. Yeah, them I'm not I'm not mad to. at
0: them. Like if, if if I hear anything off of Tragic Kingdom and it's not like Sunday Morning or Spiderwebs, I might skip it. But uh, <laughs>
1: Spiderwebs is so good. Right? <laughs> That's a great song.
0: Um, but yeah, it's my life that, that Stefani nails that vocal performance really well.
1: Yeah, she has a very pretty, almost like a, I'm trying to think how to describe her voice. She has like a rockabilly energy, despite the actual, like the kind of ska or ska revival or Mm punky kind of music that they're usually playing. Uh, She has that like, like hold the note and then do the wild vibrato kind of thing that is like really almost campy. She's. Yeah, she's she's good. There are there are artists
0: that use that vibrato to a very annoying extent. She's one of the ones who uses it correctly. Um, Yeah, she has like not exactly a short list of of artists that do that, but the the artists that use it very poorly uh, is infinite.
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay. Number six on my list now, infamously because Matthew. Has slandered it <laughs> is Stevie Wonder is Stevie Wonder's cover of We Can Work It Out.
0: Oh, I've heard that one. That song. His his version of We Can Work It Out is is awesome. Yes! <laughs> I will I I will agree with you there.
2: Hey, try to see things my way. Only time will tell live by am right or-
1: I think that the original song is pretty. Mm -hmm. I am not a, I'm not a Beatles lover. This is on the record of the show, but you can take a listen and hear about my ambivalence toward the most popular band of all time. That's cool. But, um, I think that the original song has a really pleading tone. Like if it were an emoji, it would be the pleading face one. Oh, for sure. You know, like, can we work it out? And then it has like the two fingers pointing at each other, Mm -hmm. you know? and the stevie wonder one is like triumphant and joyful it's like come back and let's work this out it's going to be awesome yeah. you know it's it's such a special song and it completely changes the vibes
0: yeah no i'm i'm with you here uh i like the i like the overall backing track i mean wonder's vocals great uh but i think the the way that the background music production happens over the course of the song is is the carrier for me
1: again yeah, uh, it has it has like um a really nice energy that is supported by things being kind of staccato and like the background vocals being almost like shouting
2: mm-hmm. in a
1: musical way and it just has so much really nice energy Good call and response from the background. I like it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Number seven on my list. I'm as surprised as anyone, but it is Higher Ground by the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
2: Yeah!
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Of all the gin joints in all the world... You had to walk in a mine. We had to and... open up this one with a base. <laughs> <laughs> then yes. <laughs> how close I was to including the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover of Round Round Get Around I Get Around by the Beach Boys because I was I was not prepared for how amazing that song is they did the cover like I think it's live at uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction and they all look like Bart Simpson dressed up for church And they're on their absolute best behavior and all standing still the whole time at microphones. It's like, it's so good and so tight that it is almost surreal that it's the same band. But so, um, I think that the Chili Peppers have a nice history of taking iconic songs like Higher Ground and treating them with so much respect while also having their own style in a way that really serves those songs. And, um, one artist that I, I tried, but I couldn't, it just didn't work with my, with my list. But one of the other artists that I think does some of the most exciting covers of all time is Guns N' Roses. And yeah. I think to me, I don't know if this will sound weird, but to me, this cover of Higher Ground has like Guns N' Roses cover energy, Or you're just like, this is, this is so great. It's energizing. It's like an extremely different performance in a very dynamic and respectful and beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Everybody is doing their best work. Yeah, it's so good. Well,
0: on the, on that on that note, just dovetailing like the first time I ever heard Live and Let Die. It was. It, mm-hmm. I know it's a Paul McCartney song, or Wings, or, or whichever. Paul McCartney after the Beatles with a band, Live and Let Die. But Guns N' Roses cover was the first one I heard, and, the, and it's so good. And, mm. and I think that the Guns N' Roses, uh, Live and Let Die, and Red Hot Chili Peppers Higher Ground are doing the same thing to the original song. Like they're just injecting it with their own personality. Uh, I just think and i'm this is this is just my opinion i i think higher ground is already a good song i don't think paul mccartney's live and let die is that's mm. that's, that's just that again that's me going i don't like it we could pro- there's probably uh, there's probably an objective metric out there that says um actually this is a pretty good song do your research whatever uh but you know this is the, the i don't want to listen to it so uh, whereas I would listen to, yeah. I would totally listen to "Live and Let Die" by Guns N' Roses because, holy crap, that was super formative uh, when I was in like fifth grade, and that was like one of the first metal things I remember just listening to on repeat.
1: Yeah, we will have to talk about Guns N' Roses someday because I think I think Axl Rose has a top five all time rock and roll voice just absolutely one of the most gifted guys
0: yeah agreed i would agree with that completely
1: okay so um i know what you're thinking matthew you're like what can be more elated than higher ground by the red hot chili i mean
0: i'm curious
1: (laughs) i know okay so number eight on my list is from one of my very favorite albums of all time It was hard to only choose one song off this album. It is the tribute album, If I Were a Carpenter. And it's Top of the World by Shonen Knife.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I don't remember which episode we talked about this and you like pointed me to it. But I've listened to that Shonen Knife cover so many times. It is so good.
1: It's, it's so just joyful and fun. Oh.
0: Yeah. It, it rules. I love it. It rules. Um, oh yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any other words. Like.
1: Yeah. L- I would say. Um, I have listened to there's... Shonen Knife
0: before I had heard of If I Were a Carpenter and I liked them then. And then I heard that and I'm like, yep, yeah, nope, these are the. Shonen Knife Rules, listen to If I Were a Carpenter. That's a really great covers album. And that is a really great cover song.
1: It is such a good album. The song that I really would have wanted and hoped in my heart that I could make work on my list is Babes in Toyland's cover of Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft. Because that's just like an absolutely weird song that I love. But it kind of doesn't have a real sense of, like, emotionality. It's just not that kind of song. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, no, there's not really a way for me to for me to make this work. And this album is such a time machine. Like, yes, it is Shonen Knife, which is uh, a little bit of a timeless vibe. And then it's uh, Sonic Youth, which is also a little bit timeless. That's by far the most popular song off this album. It has over 40 million listens. Yeah. Um, but then it's Cranberries, Betty Servier, I forgot that that was a person, mm-hmm. Dishwalla, Sheryl Crow, Ooh. Cracker, Matthew Sweet, Four Non Blondes, and Grant Lee Buffalo. Like, is there a more 1994 lineup if you tried? Yeah. Only if it included Nirvana. You know? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Like, but that is, yeah, such a absolute time machine.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's my list.
0: That's a that's an amazing list, Caroline.
1: Um, I, just, I think your list is so. I'm excited to just get to listen to your list yeah. all the way
0: through. Um, so, and and now we we have to call the cops and talk about all the babies we murdered. Um, <laughs> because.
1: I how do feel about you keep repeating that we're killing babies <laughs> uh
0: well so uh, you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna start a um as difficult as this exercise as this exercise was for this idea um i would do it again <laughs> like i would still do oh yeah because i, I do like running through these motions. I think it's probably very similar to any type of person who has, uh, any type of person in their career or, or chosen job where they have a difficult problem, but they enjoy doing the work. Like I would definitely, I would definitely do this again.
1: Um, yeah. I wonder if we, I wonder if we might, you know, like once every, I don't know, like four or six months do another cover Episode, because I think that would be fun. We don't have to do that, but I'm just saying. Oh, sure. I mean, I would be. A, yeah, like maybe I would be amenable to I, that. I
0: here, here's what here's what I would say. Like let let's let's do like a we do one see one a season.
1: Yeah, that'd be so fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I I will
0: say uh we do have a cut we do have uh I have two lists for sure uh from other folks. So um, I don't want to go too long talking about the the music we unfortunately left off. I do not want to get into the best covers of all time discussion because that just gets.
1: I think that's silly. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think there, I think there, there, there are great ones. There are landmark ones, um, uh, but other th- that's a, that's a, that's a well worn highway and you can find all sorts of opinions on that anywhere you google
1: i do think that for a cover to really land with you is a little bit more of a precision piece of mathematics than just for a song to land with you Mm -hmm. because you're pitting it against you know your memory of the original song or or even many previous recordings in the case of a lot of the beatles songs for example or a lot of standards Mm -hmm. and so there's there's the potential for you to love the original song and then to love what the cover does even more but there's also potential for either of those things to not be right sure and so i think there's a higher failure rate in that sense but I'm trying to think of prominent ones that I killed. Off, excuse me. That I killed off my list. I would say those Guns N' Roses covers that really hurt my heart, mm-hmm. but they just didn't fit. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed listening to them again. I could actually just I can look at <laughs> my. Um,
0: I mean I have a few that I was sad to see go but ultimately like I I am I'm, I'm happier with the with them. I'm happier with my list now that they're gone sadly enough. Uh one uh specifically is Turn 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 by the
1: Birds. Oh, that's such a beat. Yeah, there were no Dylan covers yeah. on our list. Yeah, and this is this um, is a cover
0: of a Pete Seeger song and I I think I cut I think I cut it for the right reason because I think ultimately I wanted another reason to just like say David Crosby's kind of a dickhead but <laughs> so it's probably better that that's not here.
1: Yeah. Let me okay, so I have a convenient metric okay which is that a lot of these covers I uh Clicked on the little heart in Spotify, so they're in my liked songs now. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Okay, the Chili Peppers cover of I Get Around. Which Um, I listened
0: to that instead of Higher Ground when you were talking about Higher Ground. That is such a wild, wild version.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, my friend... Phil reminded me of the iconic Atari's cover of the Boys of Summer.
0: Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Um, I have a cover of Get Lucky by a band called Hailstorm that is very transformative. Mm-hmm. Um, Orgy's cover of Blue Monday. Um, Placebo doing Running Up That Hill and also 20th Century Boy, both great. Yes. The Beatles' "Twist and Shout," technically a cover. Yep. Uh, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings doing "Sign Sealed," delivered. "I'm Yours" is oh, great. Um, I saw them do
0: that live, holy shit!
1: That's oh my so gosh, so amazing! <laughs> yeah, that yes. shit, that's a good cover. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that's all the that's all the big ones that I really liked. That um, my list was probably like 35 songs when I. First started going through, and slashing and burning yeah, there were and it was very difficult. There were a
0: couple of times where I just basically deleted my list and started all the way over, like just oh, no. I, I, because, because <laughs> it got to the po- it got to the point where like the 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 infection was too deep. We had to lose the limb um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one i one I really tried to include because I like the. As sad as it is, I like the, I I like this song better than the original. I like the Sex Pistols cover of "My Way" by Frank Sinatra. Interesting,
1: Um, I've never heard that. uh,
0: I I mean it
1: was it's. it's, Speaking of guys who ruined their own legacies, though. (laughs)
0: who, Who Sinatra or?
1: Oh, ooh, uh huh,
0: that's you, but um. (laughs) <laughs> or, or are we talking about John Lydon or any member of the Sex yeah. Pistols? I mean, you know,
1: John Lydon is the main one that I'm okay, thinking of. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That guy, that guy, <laughs> yeah, that guy contradicts himself all over the place. But I've really loved this version um, since I first uh, heard it. I think, I think I first saw. Gary Oldman do a version of it in the movie Sid and Nancy which is about Sid Vicious and Nancy Spungen. I think that's how you say her last name and then I think Sid Vicious originally did this in The Great Rock and Roll Swindle which was the Sex Pistols movie um, I like mm-hmm. all of the ancillary details around it I think the underlying sadness of the end of Vicious's life is also also plays a really interesting part but ultimately while i think the song the song for me would have landed somewhere in closer to elated than sad um just because of how it's hit me the several the several times it's sort of left and come back into my life um yeah i would have liked to include that uh, there's a Captain Beefheart cover of a Bo Diddley song called "Diddy Wad Diddy," uh, which I think is one of the. I think it, I think it's one of the least talked about, but more important uh, relics of what is often termed the the Nuggets era. And I think it's called the Nuggets era because uh, the Um, I don't remember what instrument he played for the Patti Smith band, but, uh, it's Lenny Kay. He created this compilation called Nuggets. It was like 65 to 69. All these garage psychedelic one hit wonders. Essentially. Some of them weren't even hits.
1: Oh yeah. Like unearthed. Nuggets.
0: Yeah. I get it. I was like chicken nuggets, you know? Yeah. Little chicken nuggies. Um, but, uh, I think this is one of the more important songs out of that era because not only is it uh it's very different than the original, but it's also it also has a complete different aim. Because uh the Diddley song is almost you know, it's almost a blues song with the Bo Diddley Bounce, as it were. Um and Beefheart, who almost sounds like uh, he's doing a Howlin' Wolf impression vocally. You know, changes it to a, almost a psychedelic stomper. I think, uh, and it's a it's a really good version. Um, and speaking of the Patti Smith Band, uh, their cover of Gloria is very transformative. Gloria by them, featuring Van Morrison. Uh,
1: yeah. I also like um, I like the 10,000 Maniacs cover of Because the Night.
0: I did not know that was a cover. I was today years old when I learned that.
1: Yeah, it's by the Patti Smith group. You know
0: what? Never mind. I think I did know that. I always forget that's by them. Never mind. I apologize.
2: Yeah. Because I, think that's, on, you just kind I of... think
0: that's on horses, and that's like the only album from Patti Smith that I've listened to repeatedly completely
1: it's um I had looked at some other 10,000 maniacs make literally making a note to myself to listen to it um I looked at some other 10,000 maniacs natalie merchant stuff Mm -hmm. but not that specific one that's such a fun song though it's so dramatic and I think uh Natalie Merchant really captured kind of that same. I don't know what to, I don't know. What, she has like a more classically beautiful voice than Patty Smith. Oh, for sure. But with the same amount of like drama in a good way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It takes a lot to carry off a song where parts of it are almost spoken word. And then parts of it are like singing as loud as you can. and
0: and and now that i'm looking at it it's on her it's on patty smith's album easter and i think somewhere in the back of my mind i knew it was on easter but i don't think i've ever actually listened to easter so maybe today i'm learning it's a i don't know the mind is weird
1: yeah it's okay if you didn't know there's lots of stuff that I don't know as covers and I definitely had that reckoning when I was younger when I realized so many songs were Bob Dylan covers (laughs) you know (laughs) and then I had to I can't remember who oh you were talking about Paul McCartney and Wings doing uh, Live and Let Die Mm -hmm. and I just I can't I don't mean any offense to people out there who love Bob Dylan I'm happy for you I understand he's a great songwriter but every Bob Dylan original i've ever heard is disappointing. <laughs> like, everyone reinterpreting them has done a better job in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And there's I think I think yeah, I think you're I think you're right on I think you're right on a lot of levels. Um I
1: There's nothing wrong with being the interpreter. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure.
0: I I think that like I mean did I know that Hey Mr. Tambourine Man was a cover when I first heard it? No. I thought it was a really good ass bird song. And then I heard that it was a Bob Dylan song. I was like, "Oh, this guy wrote this. Where's the Rickenbacker? <laughs> where's the where's the where's the where where are the drums? Where where how where are the backing vocals? Hmm. Now, do I think there are some yeah. banger Bob Dylan songs that have not been interpreted? Hell yeah! But most of them came in the '70s.
1: I like um, what's it called? Subterranean Homesick, oh, subterranean homesick Blues. blues? Yeah. That's a good song. I, what's the Radiohead song that has almost the same title? Subterranean Homesick Alien? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the funny thing is, there's a. The Subterranean Homesick Blues has a better video interpretation, <laughs> which is weird. Oh, interesting. In a, it, yeah. If you've ever seen the NXS video Need You Tonight, uh it's full. Oh, my gosh. Full version was, I haven't thought about it's that. It's full version was coupled with their song Mediate, and it's Michael Hutchins doing the Bob Dylan thing, just holding up title cards with the lyrics.
1: I do. Okay. That is an iconic.
0: Yes. Yeah, and, and, yes. And,
1: and, and I'll say it mediate
0: better than subterranean homesick blues. Uh, <laughs> video wise, not song wise, because it uh-huh. was like, you uh-huh. know, don't follow leaders. Watch your parking meters. Hutchins didn't do that. Dylan did. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we right. have a, we have a couple of lists. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, if you have one different than what I'm about to mention, uh please let
1: me know. Now I had a, I had a friend casually give me a list, but it was not meant for consumption. Okay. But it did include I think one big cover that people love. I don't care for it myself, but a big cover that people love is Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. And you know that is like a I think that's become an iconic, it's a lot of people's favorite or maybe even the only Johnny Cash song that they know. Yeah. Yeah. Like just a true, like late career, extreme reinvention and brave choice mm-hmm. that he really pulled off and had a lot of success with. Yeah. Uh.
0: So are, and, and like, I will say this, I, when I first heard that song, I liked it and I may, I may be insufferable, but. I think if that song was not just massively popular, I'd like it more than I do.
1: It did get a little overplayed yes. and that wasn't anyone's fault, except whoever put it in everything. Exactly.
0: exactly. So uh, first up is actually uh, from Don Everhart of Gamers with Glasses. Uh, you can find them yes. on Twitter at Optional Objectives or on Cohost, uh, hostorg Optional Objectives there as well. Uh, and he is actually going to be a guest on our next episode, but that's going to be dis- be discussed in a little bit. Uh, yeah, his, his statement is defeated to elated. You say? Well, he starts with the Flaming Lips covering "War Pigs" by Black Sabbath. <clears throat> he starts with, or he follows that up with, uh, I believe this is both of our favorite band, the Clash. Uh, covering police and thieves from junior mervin Mm -hmm. third ted leo and pharmacists everybody wants to rule the world which is a tears for fears cover
1: that's a good one uh
0: the hippos there's always something there to remind me which i believe is naked eyes from the 80s which is a, a... I think you're right about that. I've never heard the hit I i I never have either. Uh, it's a banger 80s cut, let me tell you. Um, mm-hmm. Fifth is The Bad Plus covering Heart of Glass. I'm assuming that's the Blondie one? Yeah, that has to be Blondie. Yeah. Uh, and then sixth, Cake, I Will Survive. Which I believe is...
1: That is such a banger. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good version.
0: It took me a long time to come around to that song. But uh, I think it's just because I've always been partial to dance music, but that cake song is really good. Uh, That's Gloria Gaynor, who did it originally, I I believe. Uh, His seventh track is the most fun one on his list. It is from Wayne's World. Tia Carrera covering Ballroom Blitz by Sweet. Oh, wow. (laughs) I just want to hear Wayne go...
2: So ladies and gentlemen... I give you Cassandra at crucial time.
0: <laughs> and, and number eight, I believe, is uh, the hidden track off of the miseducation of Lauren Hill. It is her covering Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. You're just too good to be true. I can't take my eyes off you. Oh, that's
1: really fun. Think also, is I it... Think that's
0: Frankie Valli. I hope I'm right.
1: I just know it as from the iconic moment in 10 Things I Hate About You when um, Keith Ledger sings it to try to get Julia Stiles to to love him and it works yeah
0: I still don't know how I feel about it (laughs) also
1: isn't isn't Killing Me Softly a cover it is Okay. Did okay. I not say yeah. that? Did I miss that? Did I skip it? Uh no, we just didn't.
0: No. I was just thinking about Oh, Lauren um, Hill. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's cover. Yeah, that's yeah, a word yeah. of Yeah, that's definitely a
1: cover. It's like a strong reinterpretation, but it's that's a that's a really good yes, song. It really is. Uh second, coming to us
0: from cohost.org, hostorg uh James F and X uh at James F lowercase n uppercase x on cohost.org uh -hmm. they said eight covers from worst to first oh interesting leading off quiet riot covering slade's come on feel the noise got a soft spot for that one uh also shout outs to the oasis version of that song i do like it um now I believe earlier you mentioned Kurt Cobain. Uh, their second song is Tori Amos covering "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana. Ooh, okay. Their third song, uh, it was, uh, is a song that. Because I was on the radio in high school when this song came out, I had to play it a lot. I got really tired of this version. No, no disrespect to James F and X, but it's Sixpence None the <laughs> Richer covering "There She Goes" from The Laws. Oh yeah, that's and a it's, really uh, cute that, song. That, like you want to talk about all time pop classic? Like yeah, Lee Mavers and The Laws nailed it there, and that continues in just about just about any time it's covered too. Uh, speaking of really good covers, uh, their next song, no doubt, it's "My Life" by Talk Talk.
2: Whoa,
0: yeah. nice! Uh, handshake emoji, yes. handshake, high five, everybody happy all around. This is the next one. Is one I forgot about and am pissed off. It was nowhere near my list. Uh, Harvey Danger covering "Save It for Later" by the English Beat. Which is uh, that's a that's that's a fun little pop song. That's I mean, it sucks that like that was the English beat trying to figure out what to do after ska in the early eighties, but uh mm-hmm. it's it's such a cool song and uh Harvey Danger did it one hundred one hundred percent justice. I believe it's from the two hundred cigarettes soundtrack that's oh <laughs> that's my mind being a death trap for bs uh next yeah. <laughs> next up mentioned a couple of times on this on this show placebo covering running up that hill by kate bush
1: okay yeah james F and, X and i yes. are on the same vibes and i did not know
0: this was a cover uh james F and X, you taught me something today uh they might be giants doing istanbul not constantinople Whoa, Apparently that's wait. by the four lads. I did not know that was a cover. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's like that's like the iconic They Might Be Giants.
0: Song. One of, yeah, one of them for sure. Uh Wow. Got me through a lot of bad times in high school, that particular that particular album, Flood's a great album from They Might Be Giants. Um
1: Also, I don't I didn't think about this before, but um nirvana has some wonderful Mm -hmm. covers yeah also for sure especially off unplugged like what is what is more defeated than like well fire (laughs) the man who sold the world but also um what's the um jesus don't want me for a sunbeam
0: i forgot who did that um uh, but they also did The Meat Puppets, Lake the Fire. Where, we,
1: where Did You Sleep yeah, Last just, Night?
0: That's a, a Lead Belly song. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. that's such a good uh, cover, James, too. James yeah.
0: FNX uh, taught me something in the comment section of this post because I asked. Uh, they said their final cut is Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You. Uh, by the, Yeah, which is a Prince well, cover. Actually, it's not. Uh, it is, I mean, the song was written by Prince, yes, but it was first released by a group called The Family, and then hmm. just would not release it. Oh. And apparently, like, uh, they gave me a whole, they gave me a really interesting history lesson, but, uh, so here it is, Prince wrote it, but The Family was the band that released the original track uh, from Wikipedia a very Prince moment regarding the band. The band performed a single concert, released their self-titled album, and only two singles. Peterson felt constricted by Prince's control and opted to pursue his own career. Without a lead singer, Prince lost interest and absorbed most of the remaining members into the expanded Mm. revolution, with the exception of Johnson, who went on to join the Flight Time Music Production Company of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who were responsible for plenty of hits in the 80s. Uh... And Interesting. I was very thankful for this knowledge because I, I mean, I knew it was a, a I, I, I thought I knew it was a Prince song. Um, and I also know that Prince post posthumously posthumously released an album called Originals, which a version of Nothing Compares to You is on it. So So I've not listened to that. It might just be from his massive vault of songs that he just never released while he was alive. But those mm-hmm. are the lists that I have. Thank you, Optional Objectives, Don, and James F and X for submitting. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's so fun. fun. Hopefully, we've done your list justice today. Uh, mm-hmm. Now we have a relatively easy conversation to have, Caroline.
1: Yeah, because we already know who we're going to yeah. do next time, which is the punk band mm-hmm. X. The letter X. X is an X ray, or Planet X if
0: you are really into Looney Tunes.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: yes. I'm excited for this uh, because they are.
1: Excited? <laughs>
0: I was hoping you would do that. I was hoping. (laughs) I was hoping. Yes. Mr. Ah. Burns. Excellent. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's going to be a pun filled episode. We're going to. Pun,
1: our guest right off of the show oh no poor don yes, we and, it, <laughs> we're never gonna lure another guest uh, again
0: not if i have anything to say about it i told i told reba she owes me a sleeder kenny episode and jesse owes me a mountain goats episode and i do believe i've i have don on the hook for the clash as well <laughs> so we're gonna no! we're gonna have guests <laughs> I've got legally binding contracts, which I have not shredded. Anyway, so we're doing X, punk band from LA, uh, late 70s, early 80s, first wave of the, the big punk movement. Let's roll for some feelings, shall we? Let's roll for some feelings. First up, negative headspace. It's a six. Defeated. Alrighty. And second.
1: Next up is a three content. Okay. That's going to be interesting. That two two modes I don't think of as very punky. Well, we'll so I
0: I'm, I'm actually so how do you are you familiar with the band at all
1: or is this kind of is this going to be relatively I new for you? I think this is going to be brand new okay. for me. I'm excited.
0: I'm curious as to how you're going to react to uh, to them because they do have some range.
1: Um,
2: okay, I, okay. I will say
0: this um, on Spotify in their catalog, there is an, I do believe you will see an artist name change uh, to the knitters. It's just okay. for one album. Um, I'm going to say we are including that because it is basically all the principal members of X as well. Um, okay. Rather than doing the rather than doing the we're just gonna create a new band name for, for an album uh like the like Sergeant Pepper or something like that. We're just gonna actually change our band name. <laughs> and, and and be yeah. different. Right. Uh so yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how you will react to all of that. I'm very excited to have our first guest on. And that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. But I'm starting to sweat. That means we need to get out of here. Uh, I, yeah, we've been recording forever. We've been forever. recording for a while. Um, Caroline, where can the folks find you?
1: Well, the folks can find me almost almost anywhere. Um, my handle everywhere is AtaToriate. If you've seen me around, you know what it is. Um, you can find me on Twitter, um, I'm on Mastodon. I'm now on co-host. Uh, all with that same handle. If you're not sure, find me somewhere and I will tell you the others. And uh, let's see. I write for Popular Mechanics. I write for Unwinnable. I just did a column about the game Immortality. And then I was also just on Matthew's, one of Matthew's other podcasts, Free Reeling It, talking about immortality with him and Jesse, which was so much fun. And, um... Yeah, I'm just always bopping around doing stuff, so um, yeah, you can find me anywhere. Yes, and you should
0: find her anywhere because most of what she does or actually all of what she does is really awesome. Uh, I've never never, That's that's very sweet. I I say that honestly, this is my t-shirt is answering questions uh, that it's already at, that it's already raised. Uh, Every time I've read anything you've ever written i've come away like not only with a smile on my face but usually with like at least five nuggets of knowledge that i did not have before so if that's not a positive contribution i don't know what is so
1: that's very sweet and that's how i feel when you talk about music stuff because you always know stuff that i don't know thank you that means a lot um, yeah, that's right. I complimented you and you have yes, to deal with I, it. And I will.
0: I'm, t- I'm trying to be better about it. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> but anyway, you can find
0: me at infinite underscore rewind uh, on Twitter. Um, the show uh, you can find at Trivial Merit on Twitter. That'll st- like my handle's not going away, but I am predominantly trying to move off of that platform um, because of things but uh, you can find me on cohost.org at uh, infinite dash rewind because they wouldn't let me do an underscore. Um, So yeah, look for me on cohost. That's probably where you're going to see me post about any pods I do from here on out. Uh, I I will still retweet shows that I'm on because that's just the respectful thing to do uh whether or not I comment will you will probably more often be on co-host than than anywhere here on Twitter. Uh if you want to contribute a playlist, you can at Caroline or myself, any of the platforms we have mentioned, or you can send us an email at trivial.merit at gmail.com. And you know if you don't want to if you don't want to do a playlist but you got a really cute pet, uh you can send us a picture of them because we Dude. love pets. Um and yeah, and uh, it's funny. Reba and I were having we're having a conversation before recording about how hard it is to come up with uh, boy baby names, but how easy it is to come up with girl baby names. Uh, so if you got a fun idea for a baby boy name, send that along. Why not?
1: Oh, <laughs> interesting.
0: Uh, now I'm not guaranteeing that it will be used, but
1: we. Oh well, then I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy if there's not a guarantee. I mean, okay, you know,
0: I'll (laughs) I'll start a Patreon if you (laughs) if you want to.
2: There's a Patreon
0: (laughs) tier where your your name will be put into the hat for use. Uh, I'm probably not gonna do that, honestly. But uh,
1: that reminds me of an iconic Veronica Mars joke, which is uh, when Veronica and her dad are talking about something, and he says something, and she goes. Don't patronize me, and he says, "I am your patron." <laughs> Caesar really dead. That's really good. Yeah. Anyway,
0: uh, our theme song is done by Julian V at J U L Z V Z on Twitter. I believe they are on co-host at that handle as well. Uh, support them. Find them. Um, if you, I know if you find them yeah. on Twitter or Instagram. I be- I think on Instagram it's Jewels and Ghosts. I think that's a find their Twitter you'll find everything else uh their their music is amazing um if you've ever listened to a some good shows network podcast uh their their music is at the front of all of them and Julian is a shredder on the guitar you should you should support him I can't wait for his EP to come out uh I think that's it for us unless I'm missing something yeah something I think that's everything and i guess we will see you in 2 weeks with a new with a new voice <laughs> because we'll have our first guest <laughs> and we will be covering x from defeated to content
1: same time same station <sighs> we did it we did it <laughs>